Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Well, hello, everyone, and you join us here today to try and figure out how to best spend your money. Uh, Tom, do you remember the other day we were talking about watches and I threw under your nose a Gigi Lecomte Reverso and you were like, whoa, when I told you that this thing was around £4,000. Yeah, that was a, a sneaky Reverso with a quartz movement, which I was unaware of. But that got me to thinking, what's the cheapest watches that these luxury brands can offer? Um, especially in the light of something like the Omega Moonswatch, you know, what's the cheapest thing we can pay to get that brand logo on our wrist? Exactly. Um, but I do have a rule. We're not just going to go to these websites and filter by price low to high, because what we want to make sure we do is not just pick up the cheapest, smallest ladies watch that's 15 millimeters across. We want to pick out watches that are at least unisex size and above and pitch those as the cheapest these brands have to offer. And this, of course, will all be the new prices on product that is available right now to either buy or join a waitlist on. <laughs> Yeah. So we've started with that Gigi Lecoult Reverso course, £4,400. What have Rolex got that is the cheapest we might be considering? The cheapest thing that they do is their Rolex Oyster Perpetual 34, 124200, and that's £4,550. Now, it might be a bit of an insult for me to tell you the price of their cheapest Rolex they do on their site, because you ain't going to get that, son. <laughs> But in any case, in a more readily available Rolex world, you would find yourself with a steel oyster case with a silver, blue, black or pink dial, the calibre 2232 and 100 metres of water resistance. You don't get a quartz movement. Granted, this calibre 2232 only has a 55 hour power reserve being smaller presumably but it still has a silicon hairspring and a minus two to plus two seconds per day uh, chronometer rating when you think about rolex these days you think about submariners that cost eight thousand pounds and yacht masters that cost fifteen thousand pounds to get that logo on a watch on your wrist for four and a half thousand pounds that's not bad again in an ideal world don't insult me, Andrew. <laughs> well, if you're going to get any watch out of a Rolex dealer, a smaller Oyster Perpetual is probably your best bet. You're probably only looking at six months to a year, which sounds like a jail sentence, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, when you put it like that. So Breitling, Tom, what are we getting from Breitling? So from Breitling, you can get the Endurance Pro for £2,650. 
This is a lightweight watch for athletes and a casual everyday sports chronograph. And um, Breitling have actually invented a word to describe this, and it's the ultimate athleisure watch. <laughs> I had a bout of athleisure, but the doctor gave me a cream and it went away. Athleisure. I mean, that sounds like the word you were grasping for to describe the Apple Watch Ultra. And I think this is sort of in that kind of arena, really. This is a uh, 44 millimeter, 100 meter water resistant, robust watch for sporting and running around and all that sort of thing. It's got a bi-directional compass scale bezel and chronograph. It's made from ultralight bright light, which is, if you've not heard of it, like I hadn't, a robust material, 3.3 times lighter than titanium and 5.8 times lighter than stainless steel. It is warm to the touch, warmer than metal, and it has a slightly textured effect, accentuating the originality of the design. So I think it's Breitling's own bioceramic. Yeah. And you can get this watch with a set of colourful straps and dials. Yeah, it is a quartz, it's a super quartz, COSC certified, no less, the Calibre 82. Um, but it's a cool watch and it looks fun and it looks like a Breitling and it's not bad for £2,650. Sure, it's not puny. You don't want a Breitling that's puny, do you? you want, if anything, you want it to be too big. You want it to be in command of you rather than the other way around. Yeah. And it's a very attractive looking thing, especially with these green accents. As, as, you, as you quite rightly said, the ultimate athleisure watch. Do you think it's worth spending that £2,650 on compared to what else you could get for that Breitling name? As we go on, we might find that that's pretty good for the for the money, really, to get the Breitling name. I, I quite I quite like it. Well, let's continue on then. Let's see what Omega has to offer at the cheaper end of the scale. So Omega swatch watches aside, the Deville Prestige coaxial chronometer uh, for three thousand pounds. This is a thirty nine point five millimeter steel watch with a variety of different dials to choose from. There's a silvery linen textured opaline dial, a black dial, a silver dial, and a grey dial. And they're all very fetching and very nice. And the dials all feature a combination of Roman numerals and um, nubbins. <laughs> a date window at three. And inside is the Omega Coaxial Calibre 2500. Surprisingly good value. I didn't expect that at all. That's a really good find. Um, I'd prefer it without the date, but a lot of people do like the date. £3,000. Coaxial Escapement. Omega. Very nice. That's that's. I think that's our best value we've seen so far. Let's move on to Tag Heuer, known for their value, obviously. Yeah, sure. So we're talking about the Tag Heuer Formula One here, and this is £1,050. It's a men's sports watch with black dial in a brushed steel case and a motor racing inspired design that is, quote, sporty, urban and fearless. <laughs> Good to know. 41mm case with a black PVD unidirectional turning bezel, screw down crown, super luminova indexes, and hour and minute hands. Rhodium plated red tip central hand make for optimal readability. 200 meters of water resistance, but the catch I suppose is the quartz caliber. No, no luxury automatic movement from tag or anything. It's just a quartz, but I think it's pretty cool. It looks... It looks like a tag, and for £1,000 you can have a tag, and that's the bottom line. Well, it's, it's a very interesting thing, and it really highlights the weirdness of the Swiss watch game, that the Omega at £3,000 looks like fantastic value because of the name Omega and the coaxial escapement. But this at £1,000 mm. has you wondering what you could get from Hamilton or Tissot that is mechanical for even less money, and potentially um, equal or better quality as well. So... 
The proposition of a Tag Heuer for £1,000 feels like less value, even though it's a third of the price of the Omega. You see what I mean? It's interesting, isn't it? I mean, £2,000 more for an Omega, how much of the attention to detail and the finishing and stuff are you going to notice on the wrist? Because um, all, all I'm paying for, all I want to know is how much can I get that logo for at the lowest price? Um, so to <laughs> me, I, I find this quite appealing, uh, mainly because I love the Tag Heuer logo. <laughs> It is a cool logo, isn't it? Yeah, I think it, uh, just to bring up the Moonswatch again, I think people people clamoured for that because it said Omega and it was £300. I mean, put it in steel. Like, Seiko can make a steel watch for £300. Would anyone like Tag or Omega do that? Would we want that? I think we probably would. But I think this is as close as you're going to get. It's just whether or not you like Tag, I suppose. Yeah. But if you're a listener, £3,000 Omega is a £1,000 Tag Heuer Better or worse value? Let us know in the comments below. Hmm. Tom, from one extreme to another, Cartier, known for its very, very nice dress watches, what can you get for your minimum spend? From Cartier, for £2,420, you can get the Cartier Rondé Must de Cartier. It's a unisex watch, or at least it is from pictorial evidence on their website. 36mm in diameter, 7.8mm thick, sandblasted silver dial with blue steel sword-shaped hands. It's got the um, very coveted beaded crown cabochon-shaped spinel. Um, a cabochon-shaped spinel. High autonomy quartz movement as opposed to a low autonomy quartz movement. You don't have to push the hands around by yourself every now and then when it's gone off for a snooze. Yeah, I'll tap it and say, come on. (laughs) A black strap made without animal materials. Hooray. And approximately 30 metres of water resistance, which is good if you get pushed off the yacht or pushed in the pool at the Playboy Mansion or whatever you might be doing while wearing your Cartier One Day Muster Cartier. The funny thing about Cartier is that everyone knows that Cartier is incredibly expensive. It's one of the most prestigious brands on the planet. They sell things that cost many, many, many of pounds into the hundreds of thousands of them. Um, But if you spoke to someone who didn't really know about watches but was aware of Cartier and asked them how much this cost, they'd probably say say something like, wow, I bet that cost as much as £500. And to them, that would be a lot. Yeah. And then to the, the, the someone who is more familiar with how much watches cost, they might look at this and say, oh, I think that probably cost around £5,000. So depending on which way you look at it, it's either really good value or terrible value. And that's only because Cartier bridges the gap between fashion and watchmaking so well. From my perspective, £2,420 to own a Cartier product is incredibly good value. Um, but I don't know what the wider world thinks. I'm sure our audience is probably a little bit more on the side of understanding that what Cartier is as a watchmaker, so they might not think that. But what do you think, Tom? I think, yeah, Joe blogs on the street, if you were to say, he, he would react in the same way to a £500 watch and a £2,500 watch. Like, it's it's sort of kind of hard to comprehend. Like, wow, that's a lot. Yeah. Do you want me to kick you in the knackers or absolutely boot you in the knackers? Yeah, neither neither, thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So moving on to a brand that is very much known for its value, Tudor. Let's see how they uh, swing our opinions on value. What have we got? Well, yeah, Tudor being the value boys, um, they've uh, proved that, again, with their lowest offering you can get. For £1,500, you can get the Tudor 1926. Yes, I hadn't heard of it either. It's a 41mm steel case with a smooth steel bezel with a polished finish, opaline dial and embossed decorative pattern, 
three hands and a date and uh, loads of different options dial colors bracelets straps etc um, that can sort of nudge the price up but yeah 1500 pounds for a tudor and it's a pretty safe choice you're not gonna bedazzle anyone but you're not gonna um, offend anyone either see this is where i think it starts to get confusing and and I start to lose my marbles a little bit with what I'd consider good value and not. Because £1,500, it's got a Salita movement in it. It's the sub-brand to Rolex. And again, I'm thinking, oh, but Hamilton and Tissot will give you that and more for quite a bit less. So on the one hand, it doesn't seem like great value. But then when you consider it's half the price of the Omega, still with a mechanical movement, only £500 more than the Tag Heuer. What's the weight of the Tudor brand? Is it better than Tag Heuer in your opinion? I think they're sort of like the people's champion at the minute, aren't they? They're the most electrifying watch brand in watch entertainment. <laughs> I, don't, I think you'd be hard pressed to be annoyed by anything Tudor's doing at the minute, really. I mean, yeah, what, what's not to like? I'm not convinced and I'm not sure why. While I think about that, let's move to the next choice, Audemars Piguet. What is the cheapest watch Audemars Piguet do? Uh, the cheapest watch you can get from AP is a Royal Oak. <laughs> That's the only watch they do, isn't it? Quartz. Right. For £14,800. Everything about those particular words in that sentence confuses me. Yeah, uh, they're not even trying to, you know, bargain bucket the code 1159 or anything. <laughs> they're giving you a, a Royal Oak Quartz. Uh, it's 33 millimetres in diameter, so that sounds quite small, but I think that might be quite cool for a Royal Oak. I'd like to try that on. I bet it looks pretty swish. You might start getting the Vacheron 222 vibes from the size of it, because that, that yeah. case and integrated bracelet wears a bit bigger than you would expect. Mm, yeah, exactly, yeah. Because of the, the octagonal nature of it, it might actually sort of feel quite right. So yeah, it's a casual take on its benchmark iconic design. You've still got the grand tapisserie dial pattern and a choice of dial colours as well. Yeah, so 33mm in diameter, 7mm thick, so it's quite nice and thin. Uh, stainless steel case. You get white gold applied on the hour markers, which is cool. 50 metres of water resistance. And yeah, the quartz calibre is the 2713 inside. Pretty cool, but uh, still a lot, isn't it? £14,000 for a quartz? How dare they? I wonder if these are more readily available than the uh, automatic versions, which are not readily available at all. So I wonder if there is a value in being able to actually buy a Royal Oak. You'll probably find that these are just as scarce as everything else. Yeah, I'm sure. It's that shape, isn't it? It's that familiar shape. That's what we all want. I'm finding it hard to wrap my head around that number and that movement. I'm sure that movement is built to the highest possible standards, but it has a button battery. Unless they machine the button battery out of the finest tantalum and make it a little octagonal shape so it fits in with the rest of the watch, I don't know how I could stomach paying that much money for a, a quartz-powered watch. You're paying all the money goes on the waffle dial. Something. There's something about this that's waffle, and I'm not sure that it's the dial. It's what you and I are doing. Not sure about the value of this one. Let's jump onto Vacheron. Uh, from Vacheron Constantin, you can get the 56 self winding for £10,800. This is a watch inspired by a model dating back to 1956. I think that's probably why they called it 56. That's some good detective work there, Sherlock. Um, so this has got a sector dial in blue or silver with a petrol blue strap or a dark grey strap, depending on the dial. Uh, it's 40 millimetres in diameter, 9.6 millimetres thick. Bizarrely, not pictured by Vacheron on the website is the open-worked case back. 
which reveals the automatic movement with its exceptional finishing and elevated oscillating weight in 22 karat gold inspired by the Maltese cross. So um, take their word for it. It's in there and it looks amazing apparently, but um, they can't be bothered to picture it. But um, you can see it here on a keyboard and with some vinyl. And in addition, there's some really bizarre images as well. There's a design rendering, um, not to be confused with the real thing. There's screaming bookman. Yeah, there's a uh, whistleblowing vinyl cover man. Um, <laughs> well, don't let all of that put you off because I think this, for value to brand name, is one of the best watches you can buy in the industry today. I think it's massively overlooked. Okay, right, they get that movement in from uh, someone else, but they finish it to Vacheron standards. Like Vacheron watchmakers have spent time and effort doing the little bevels and the brushing and the polishing. They save money by not sending it out to get the Geneva seal. It's a mechanical watch. It is a Vacheron Constantin. It is beautiful. It is exceptionally well finished. For less, for less than a quartz royal oak that's 33 millimetres. Yeah. You're only a few thousand pound less and you're in Submariner territory, like Vacheron, Rolex, Vacheron. Yeah, yeah. It's such an easy decision, at least to me. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I agree, yeah. I mean, it just kind of feels like if you're saving for the Omega Prestige, you know, wait a little bit longer. Like, I, I don't know how long it would take you to muster up three grand, but do that two and a half more times and get this. <laughs> Yeah, this is bonkers good value in my mind. Yeah, it looks so cool as well. It looks like a great watch. I really like it. Let's see what rebuttal Patek Philippe has for that Vacheron Constantin. I'm willing to bet it doesn't. What's the cheapest watch Patek Philippe has, please? Uh, yeah, so um, the cheapest watch um, that I could find from um, that wasn't the ladies 24. Your friend of mine, the um, awkward remedial cousin of the Nautilus, the Aquanaut. We don't talk about the Aquanaut. <laughs> um, so it's still got that rounded octagonal case inspired by the Nautilus. Um, so that's something. Yep. And it's £18,580. Can I tell you a little secret, Tom? Yes. I prefer the Aquanaut to the Nautilus. Oh, cool. Why is that? I don't know. My eyes appreciate it more. I listened to my eyes and they said, I like this more. So I went along with it. <laughs> to be honest, I don't really kind of think about them too much um, because when you go on their website and filter price low to high and the first result you get is £18,000, I kind of just nope out of there because it's not for me. And rightly so, I don't deserve one. So launched in 1997, uh, case diameter 40.8 millimetres and a, a thickness of 8.1 millimetres, stainless steel, screwed around crown, sapphire crystal case back, water resistant to 120 metres, that's pretty cool, so you can have a dunk with the uh, tropical rubber composite black strap. The self-winding mechanical movement inside is the calibre 26330SC and it's got a date and a sweep seconds. Um, so yeah, it's a cool watch from Patek, but uh, the cheapest one they do is £18,000, which is not that cheap, really. I think what we're saying here is that there there is no consideration towards value for Patek Philippe, and that is probably by design. They don't want any of the, the, the paws entering their shop and touching their merchandise. Yeah, sure. It's, it is the price equivalent of the you need to be this tall to go on the ride. Um, Tom... Of all of these 10 different watchmakers we've looked at today, which would you say, not, not necessarily the cheapest watch, but which would you say presents the best value out of all of them? I'm really 
pleased with the Tudor. I think it's actually a smart watch. It doesn't look like the consolation cheap version. It looks like a cool watch. It's pretty straightforward and clean. Like you could, you know, that would be a great everyday wear. And Tudor, you often hear in the same breath as Rolex, obviously because they're sister companies, but often because they're comparable sometimes, you know, some of their pieces get up there and do a lot of the same things that Rolex does. So for 1500 pounds to get one of those is just really cool, really cool. That's a no-brainer. For me, I don't think there'll be any surprises that the, the Vacheron took it by a country mile. Yeah, there are watches that are cheaper. I'm still undecided on the Tudor. I can't figure out why. But um, everything inside me says that Vacheron is too cheap for what it is. I feel like they could slap another £5,000 on it and still sell it. Yeah. Well, there you have it. Dear viewer and listener, tell us what you think is the best value out of these cheapest watches that these brands sell. And perhaps you have a, another option that you've seen from a brand that we didn't list here today. Do let us know down in the comments below. In the meantime, like, comment, subscribe, and we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.